My name is Dimitri, and I'm a productivity and minimalism enthusiast. I'm Chance. I'm a philosophy and ethics enthusiast. And you're listening to the Rise Productive Podcast. The show where productivity meets philosophy. And what it means to build a better life. Now grab a mug and join us for the Productive Brew. You know, when I think about last year, I really did have a lot of new habits that I built. I went about it in a way that I hadn't before. I just told myself that every month I was going to build a habit. And it was possible that it was the compounding of doing 12 months of 30-day challenges in a row. That's totally the case. However, I will say that on top of that, I did try to give myself a more stringent sort of way that I approached the type of habits I was building and sticking to things rather than just not doing things all the time. Like I had this five out of seven rule that was pretty good for me. However, I wasn't sticking to it as well as I could have. And then I just arbitrarily started saying, I'm going to stick to habit streaks. But I wanted to talk about five different habits that I built in 2021 that maybe you can bring into 2022 if you're interested in order to live a maybe happier, healthier life, whatever whatever helps me, uh, does not help everybody. However, I think that it was an interesting year, so I wanted to bring some things to the table for you guys. Uh, first and foremost, I read every single day in the second half of 2021. I actually started this habit in June. So uh, at the time of recording this one, I'm, I'm actually really far ahead on the way that I am recording these newsletters. I started doing this thing where I batched everything, but according to my habit tracker right now, I am at a 101 days straight of reading, which is pretty good. Uh, I actually did this in sort of April, May for a challenge. However, I stopped and then I said, you know what? I need to get back into reading every single day. And it's been pretty good overall. Like I enjoy reading. It gives me a new sense of information. I learn something every day by reading because, well, I do a little bit of fiction reading now and then. I actually still read just some self-help book before I go to bed because, you know, that helps me sleep. I know some of you guys probably would more enjoy fiction and that's totally a good way to go, but I would recommend trying to read every single day to get that little bit of stillness at least at some point in the day. It could be in the morning, the middle of the day, at night. Any sort of reading is going to incorporate stillness without some sort of screen bothering you. If you can, I would recommend using a Kindle or a physical book because that's the way that you can get rid of that blue light and just really take a chill pill. Next thing I would recommend is journaling. So I actually have been doing this one for 219 straight days, and that's my longest habit streak that I have going on. I started this in June of 2021. It was a really nice habit to get into, and funny enough, I had done the journaling challenge almost a year before that uh, when I was in college, and I was doing it for a 30-day challenge for the YouTube channel, and I just got into the habit of like, all right, let's, let's do a journal session every single day. Let's really get my thoughts out. And what I noticed from journaling every day is that I have more mental clarity because any sort of issues I have, any sort of worries I have, they get delegated to the page. While I do type things out, I think it really does help regardless if you just let those ideas get out of your head rather than you, you know, bottling them up and thinking to yourself, oh, I'm so worried about this or that. You can just let your mind do its thing and give it to the page rather than you just modeling it up. And I really think that that along with this next thing, meditating has actually helped my mental clarity a lot. So I meditate every single day. I started doing that in September of 2021 consistently after once again, a year prior, I had done a 30 day challenge and I've done it for 126 straight days at this point. 
And it's kind of crazy to me that it has given me as much mental clarity as it has, but there is another level of stillness that a journaling and meditation sort of combo as well as reading give you on a daily basis. Because what I basically do is I journal throughout the day, get my thoughts out, and then at night I read and then meditate before I go to bed. And that approach really lets me decompress throughout the day, but then at the very end of the day I get really still, get off my screens, and it's really nice to sleep after that. Like I mean, meditation is is amazing, and you can get really calm. And while maybe it's a it's it's actually interesting. I get really good feelings from meditating during the day and at night. I actually might start meditating during the middle of the day to get a recharge, which is ironic because it makes me want to go to bed when I I'm about to sleep. But it does give you a sense of mental energy right after you meditate because you're still you get rid of it. And it's actually funny. It was referred to as the intermittent fasting for the mind. Maybe it's a stoic quote. I'm, I'm blanking right now. But essentially, I've been intermittent fasting as well for a pretty long time. That's 171 days strong now. And essentially what I do is I take a 16-hour break from eating every single day and then eat for an 8-hour window. So usually the cycle is I won't eat um, anything from 6 p.m. to 10 a.m. And then honestly, I, I average if I wake myself up enough to look at this app on my phone. If I go here, I think I'm at 17-ish hours a day. Yeah, the last 10 days, my average fast length is actually, oh God, it's like 18 hours. So I, I do a little bit more than the uh, 16 hours. I, I don't really think it's anything special. I think it's just the fact that I get past the 16 hours and then I'm usually working on stuff. So then I get to the 18 hours pretty quickly because I'm not like dying of hunger. Because there's this weird phenomenon you have with intermittent fasting that after you do a 16 hour, 17 hour, then you like aren't hungry anymore. So I have some really long days. But I will say the general thing I want to pitch here is have some sort of uh, diet that works for you, whether that's just eating healthy. I know I also became like a flexitarian last year, which is not a real habit, but basically I only eat meat for dinner. Uh, sometimes I, I slip up and have it for lunch, but it's a really nice route to go personally. I, I enjoy it a lot. So if you're interested in doing anything regarding a diet, I would say try intermittent fasting if you aren't somebody who is like a collegiate athlete who has practice at a certain time. And speaking of working out, another thing that I recommend is I've actually done daily exercise since I started a push-up challenge in August. So that's been 158 straight days of doing that. And I really do enjoy doing daily exercise. It gives me like a sense of accomplishment physically each and every day. Kind of gets me hyped up as a former college athlete. You know, getting hype about workouts is is something that's hard to to do because of how many years I did it as well as like the stakes just never going to be as high as they used to be. So I do recommend trying out some sort of daily exercise. It could even be going for a walk. I'm not recommending that you do anything intensive. Obviously, you need to give your body time to recover but your body needs to be in motion every single day. It's healthy, it makes it feel good. I know that if I didn't work out every day, I'd be pretty stressed out because uh, I'd be cooped up in my house for how many months, you know, everything's going on in the world and, and some weeks you can't get out of the house and you also live, for me, uh, in the Chicagoland area and that means that it's icy outside so I can't run outside. And that is an unfortunate thing even though I don't wanna run as much as I used to. Still, it sucks. Like it's 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 really bad ice outside, and that's just that's not fun for anybody. 
But those are the five habits that I built in 2021 that I wanted to help you guys have an idea about and tell you that these are the five habits that really helped me the most grow in 2021. And I'm hoping that you guys could maybe implement these in this year of 2022. And you know, if you guys enjoyed this episode of The Productive Brew, you could go to riseproductive.com newsletter and check this out. Basically, you're gonna get these delivered to you as an email newsletter. If you don't wanna hear me talk and just wanna read, uh, make it part of your reading habit, I don't mind. Please go to riseproductive.com newsletter and sign up today for what we have in store for you. You'll also get chances episode and updates on the brand overall. There's gonna be a lot of moving parts moving forward and I wanna keep you all in the loop. So make sure to go to sign up to our newsletter there. With that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of The Productive Brew, and I will see you in the next one.